This week on A Dash of Grit, you know, sometimes stuff happens, but it's how you react. It's how you respond. It's how you take responsibility for what happens next that will make all the difference in the world. We're going to hear more about that when Matt Moldvay joins us next on A Dash of Grit. This is A Dash of Grit, recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things. Now, podcasting from Spire to leaders in local communities like yours, here is Brian Leflock. And let's get cooking. Thank you very much for joining us on A Dash of Grid. A lot of people know kind of what to say. A lot of people know kind of what to do. I'm about to introduce you to somebody who has done it. And when you've done it and when you know it, then you can sell it. And you're going to like to hear about the story Matt Moldbay is about to tell you. He is the Vice President of Sales with Akron Steel Treating Company. And I'm thrilled to let him share with you some episodes of grit in his life to get to the success that he has. But first, thank you, Matt, for joining us on A Dash of Grit. Hey, Brian. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. I'm really glad you're here. And, I, and I'm looking forward to getting into the grit and getting our hands dirty about the struggles and trials and hurdles you've accomplished to get success. But let's talk about success. Tell me a little bit about Akron Steel Treating Company and brag a little bit. What's great? Akron Steel Treating Company is an aerospace certified heat treating facility specializing in heat treating of metal parts for better wear resistance, ductility, and strength. We have over 76 years of experience in metal treating to minimize distortion. So what's going great is with everything that's going on in the world right now, we're still thriving and we're here to provide for our customers to keep people going through all this and as they're opening back up to provide them as well. So, I mean, what's going good is we have a great core team here at Aqua Steel Treating Company. We've been in business for a little over 76 years. What kind of customers do you serve? Who, who, who is a customer of Akron Steel Treating? We deal in all kinds of different industries. We deal in aerospace, medical, so commercial, could be food and beverage. We're basically a job shop heat treater. We don't say no to anything unless we can't do it. I like that idea and opportunity. And that kind of goes a little bit to your story and and, uh, that you were sharing with me a little bit before about, you know, what do I do next? So I'm interested in the fact that you're extremely successful now, vice president of sales for a extremely successful company, which means you're doing good. Tell me a little bit about the grit. Tell me a little bit about the past where things maybe weren't so easy, weren't so straight ahead in front of you that you had to struggle through to get things done. So I've been in heat treating myself personally for 25 years. You did it yourself. You were doing the treating. I was on the floor. I was on the floor just like my employees are doing heat treating. I got out of high school and, you know, college just wasn't my thing. And I said, you know what? Darn it. I want to make some money, right? I want to make money. I want to have a family, stuff like that. So I went to work for a company in Aurora, Ohio. I'm not going to share names, but anyways, I worked for them for 18 years. I was just the average guy. Made a decent wage, had a wife, started a family, needed to add on to my home because, you know, we we had a growing family. And no sooner after adding to my home that, you know, we had to slow down to work. We had a work stoppage. So I no longer was making a paycheck. And it became the big decision is, you know, how was I going to help put money on the table to support oh my, my family. How did that make you feel you know, at that time? When you're just supporting yourself, it's one thing. When you have, you know, little, two little ones running around and a wife and you go, man, how am I going to make ends meet? How long did that you know, last? Got to keep the Wow. Eight months. So I had a heart to heart with my wife and I said, hey, look, I have been talking about doing some other things. And I said, you know, I'm just kind of take a leap of faith. I want to try to do something else. I know a lot about heat treating. I think I want to start a And what did business. she say? And she said, you know what? If that's what you want to try to do, I support you. I have faith that you'll get it off the ground, right? So I had a colleague who who was a metallurgist, which basically is a doctor of metal. 
without getting into a long explanation, we were going to start a consulting business together. Long behold, you know, with the economy wasn't really strong at that time, and we weren't able to get it off the ground. So I said, "Oh man, now what am I going to do?" So you're still not making a paycheck. So you're still at home, and you still got a family. Still not making a paycheck. That's correct. You know, if you're not booking any consulting gigs, you're not. How did that make you feel? Really bad because I'm like, boy, did I already start off on the wrong foot, right? I'm walking away from one thing into another thing, and it's not working out. My colleague said, "Hey, you know what? I got somebody I want to introduce you to." So he took me down to where I am now, Acme Steel Treating, introduced me to the owner of Acme Steel Treating. And they gave me a nice plant tour of the heat treating they did here. And he brought me in the office and said, what do you think? I says, you know, I have no clue what you're doing here. I understand. I, I know induction heat treating. And they didn't do that type of heat treating. He mm. says, but you know heat treating. So I want to make you a sale. He says, you know, you're young. I need to replace a salesman. He, you know, he's getting close to retirement age. And I want to get somebody with him to learn from him a little bit before he, you know, retires. I don't want to leave myself vulnerable. And I said, that sounds great. But. I know nothing about sales and I don't really particularly care salesmen. He says, <laughs> yeah, right. So uh, he says, you know, but I'm not going to make it. you the typical salesman. He says, I'm going to put you through, it's called standard sales training. And he says, you're not going to be the, the pushy, won't take no financial sales guy. He says, you're going to go out, you're going to be you and you're going to be honest because that's what we do here at Active Student Shooting. You know, honesty, integrity is what we preach and what we our values are. So, and that's how I was yeah, for my company. And so, your story is a little bit like mine, and I won't go into mine. But I know that when I made the switch from doing to selling, it wasn't always really easy. Was there a time where it just wasn't working for you, and you're thinking, "Man, did I? Where am I going to go now?" So they put me through the sales training, Brian, and I get out there. I'm going. And what's the first thing when you, when you first start saying, yeah. "I got to make a sale"? I got first off. I got I got to set so meet, much pressure, right? Willing to take anything that you know, I don't even know if it's a fit, right? So I went to my first face to face sales call, and boy, the, you know, I mean, I'm tripping all over my tongue because I, I really just don't know what I'm doing. And you know what? Luckily, my first meeting, they, they were kind people, they could see that I was struggling, that I was new to it, so they kind of helped, helped it along. What did I make a sale that day? No, but it helped my ego a little bit. Say, hey, you know what? I can make this work. I just got to refine what I'm doing, come up with a better, yeah. better plan. So, you know, again, what I started doing was, is obviously I became a, a creature of habit, so to speak. I would go to a, on a sales call. I would jot down what worked afterwards, you know, and, and what didn't and see, hey, look, well, hey, this worked. When I was talking this, it really made the person engage or light up. And when I talked about this, this, this mm-hmm. didn't work. And that helped me become that salesman I am today. You know, between doing that and using the Sandler principle, if anybody's familiar with Sandler sales training, I vouch for it. It works. You got to be out of the box. You can't be ordinary. What I'm doing is selling what, not just myself, but what our company can do and what we can provide. And what do you do when that doesn't work? You're, you're a small business, but it's extremely important that you're serving these folks. It sounds like these, these you know, medical and aerospace, I mean, you got to get it done. When it's not working, when the sales aren't coming in, when at some point, how do you adjust? How do you make things change so that you can fit those needs that people have? I think it's getting back to the basics. And I, I know that sounds kind of generic, but as everybody knows who's in sales, it's a numbers game. You got to make enough dials, enough emails, enough face-to-face to generate the sales. And you know when, when things slow down, because let's face it, the, the, the phones aren't ringing off the hook here. We have a lot of longstanding customers to help keep Acme Steel Treating moving, even during the slow slowdowns. You know, when you're busy, you know, you can go pick and choose of who you want to work with. 
But when you're slow, you're taking what you can to keep the doors yeah. open, keep the lights on. So, you know, it's it, a numbers it's, game. It really is. What I do is I get back to the base, make sure I'm making so many dials every day. I'm so many emails every day, so many face to face every week. Those are the things that help drive the numbers. I'm a big believer in just because I didn't get a yes, maybe it is a no. That's still, it's an outcome. There's no wondering if I have to go back to this person. And it's not saying no to me, I learned. It's saying no to either the company or our process, or maybe it's just a no for now because they already have a good relationship with somebody. But every 90 days, something changes. Let's, let's talk a little bit to, uh, about the company. Tell me a little bit about, uh, perhaps let's, let's do a full shift. Talk about the struggles perhaps that the company may have gone through over time where there might have been some kind of a, a dip or and maybe that doesn't even exist. But is there any hurdle that the company had to overcome? And, and maybe tell me a little bit about that. So in the six years that I've been here, there was, right, actually, it wasn't that long after I started here, Brian. That made you feel good, didn't I it? I started in 2000. <laughs> yeah, I started in 2013. I'm like, oh, man, this is great. Things are going good. And we got very slow. We really did. It got to a point where we had, you know, we didn't have to lay anybody off. But what we did is to keep everybody working, we reduced mm. hours. And that so, hurts culture a little um, bit and hurts morale, doesn't it? It absolutely yeah. does. And, you know, we had to do a furlough and pay. So that hurt me as well. So it wasn't just these guys who were getting their hours reduced. You know, my pay was reduced as well. And I'm going, okay. The owner came to us. He says, you know, you can reduce your hours, man. I said, well, you know, that doesn't really make sense. If I'm reducing my hours, I'm the one who's helping driving the sales and getting us more business. I need to work harder. And by working harder, it's going to pay off in the long run or in the short term, however, to get more business in us to help us keep us going. And that's what I did. I mean, I just went out and, you know, it's great to do cold call emails or phone calls, but sometimes you just have to get out and pound the pavement and knock on people's doors and say, hey, look, we're here and I can help. We have capacity. We have great You know what's, what's amazing here, and I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to brag about you a little bit. Uh, you've told two stories of pain, and two times you've put all of the pain and all the responsibility on your shoulders. You didn't blame anybody. You didn't wait for someone else to solve it for you. You got up off your butt and you got busy. And, and said, no, I don't need to work less. I need to work harder. We're moving forward. Success is that way. And, and I need to lead. And, and I want to congratulate you for that. And one of the things I love about this show is that I hope that businesses and other folks that are seeing it will learn from that idea that things outside of us happen, but it's up to us to, to turn it around and, and make it happen then moving forward. And it sounds like that's what you've always done. It is. I mean, I, I'm a big believer in is I, I don't would never ask any of my employees to do something that I wouldn't do. That's my mentality. You know, we there is like we were discussing, we have 38 employees here. My actions directly affect what they're going to have to do. You know, if if I'm not out pushing sales and we slow down, that's less that they're going to do. That's the, that's a bigger chance of them that, you know, that is going to affect their paychecks or, or if, whether we're able to keep them on. And I don't I don't want that to happen. I don't, I, I don't want that on my, on my shoulders, my conscience. It's take care, taking care yeah. of each other. We call it a family here. It's not a business. It's a family. You know, I go out there and I know all these guys out here on the floor, first, second, and third shift. And, and that was one of the things that, that the owner instilled in me when I started here is he says, I want you to work in every department for a while before you go out and do sales. And I want you to work on each shift. So these guys learn who Matt is. So when they're out here processing a job that Matt brought it, you know, they may not say, oh, it's just another company, but we're doing this for Matt. And if we don't do a good job mm -hmm. or something happens, this can reflect yeah. badly on Matt. So we work as a team here. You know, it's, you know, for the person who's taking the phone call to the guys who are running the product on the floor. You know, I always tell them, I says, you know, 
My part's the easy part. If I can get it in the door here, you guys got the hard part of making it right for them because some, it only takes one time. You know, you can do things great for years, but yep. once they slip forever. Yep, change, absolutely. Change so the- let's, let's, talk about, uh, let's talk about the future and let's talk about the fact that you've got a culture where all of your employees are working for you, you're working for them. It sounds like everybody's got their oars in the water and rowing the same direction. That's what every business wants and needs and congratulations for that. What's next? What are the potential hurdles? Thanks. What are the potential opportunities? What are the goals? What's next for Akron Steel Treating Company? So what's next for Akron Steel Training that we're currently working on, Brian, is, is we, we, we need to expand a little bit, even though we know we're definitely not at full capacity. We're looking for the future of being when things still start to break open and get busy again. You know, we don't want to get caught uh, blindsided and say, hey, we should have done this when we were slow and made adjustments where we can bring in more capacity. So we want to acquire some mm-hmm. property. Uh, maybe add another building to for us in in the in the area. We want to add more processes to what we're doing. But what I really would like to do, because like I was explaining to you when we you and I were talking earlier, was is I would like us to branch out more across the United States. Heat treating, like I was explaining to you, is it isn't usually really an expensive process. So the, you you deal with customers more locally than you do over the whole United States. And I would like us to branch out in a way to reach out to some of those customers and say, hey, look, we're here and we're able to help. And coming up with some kind of way of them being able to get their product here yeah. in a cost-efficient so way. So you can be local where they are by entering into it and becoming a part of their community by expanding your, your reach in that way. That's what we're hoping. You know, we do work with some companies across the United States because we have some specialized process that a lot of people don't have. We do get work from California. You know, we do get parts that come in from Uh, Mexico and stuff like that. I would like to see more of that. You know what else you have that they don't have is you have you and your team and that culture (laughs) and and don't ever neglect that or take that for granted because that's huge. So congratulations on having success in building what you've built. Well done. Thank you. Thank you for being a part of Dash Grit. I really appreciate that. Thank you so much. This has been a great story and I hope that other businesses listening, when something bad happens to them, that they'll say, you know, what would Matt do? pop this thing on his shoulders and carry it and get it rolling. And I, I think that's kind of cool. So thank you very much for sharing your story. Thanks, Brian. I appreciate Thanks it. For having so me. this has been a dash of grid and it is brought to you from all of us here at Spire. We are here to help your business grow and whatever that means to you, that's what we want to find out and see if we can be a part of what we provide for you. We're marketers, we're website designers, we're digital marketing specialists. And if you need those kinds of things to grow, let us perhaps talk to you and maybe be a part of that success. So learn more about us at Spire Ad. I am Brian Leffelock. You'll find me on LinkedIn. Thank you to Matt Mulvey from Akron Steel Treating Company. We appreciate the opportunity to talk with you. This has been a dash of grit. As you can tell, it's an acquired taste. It's not for everyone. Come back again. We'll talk to someone else next. This is a dash of grit. Recipes for success from courageous leaders who overcome challenges and build great things.